What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, usually joined by David Harrison, but because of some scheduling conflicts this week, I'm recording solo at the moment. Make sure you're checking out everything we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. It is game day. Yes, it's preseason game one, but still, Buccaneers football will be on your television tonight at 7 o'clock when the Buccaneers take on the Miami Dolphins at Hard Rock Arena, or Hard Rock Stadium, my apologies. There's a few things that you want to look for in preseason games. And I know a lot of people want to whine and complain, you know, oh, it's preseason. I don't want to watch preseason. It's not real football. There are certain ways you can approach watching preseason games to get the most out of them. No, it's not going to be like the regular season. But there are ways to watch where it is enjoyable. You are seeing progress in this area or this area you're watching how this player is developing you're watching the position competitions unfold and we reached out on twitter to see what a few of you were looking forward to watching in this first preseason game and uh got a couple of really great responses we had uh at papa walk that's at p-a-p-a-w-o-k uh, said knowledge and effort, you know, something as simple as that. Are they starting to understand what their assignments are? Are they showing that they want to be on that field? Because there are guys that are going to be playing tonight that are fighting for their livelihoods. They are fighting and scratching and clawing to make this roster. Are we seeing that fire out of them? Are we seeing that they are understanding the concepts? Are we seeing that they're grasping the schemes? Those are things to look out for. Are we seeing guys that are blowing assignments constantly? Are we seeing guys that are missing tackles? That's not what you want to see in a preseason game because that is the quickest way to not make the first round of cuts. We had at pute underscore Gingrich say he wants to see Ronald Jones and how the defense looks. Everybody's excited to see Ronald Jones. You know, this is supposed to be the the three down running back of the future who's coming in now yeah he's not going to be starting right out of the gate I don't believe I think that job goes to Peyton Barber as Ronald Jones continues to develop but we've seen the videos on Twitter so far we've seen how much Ronald Jones is struggling in pass blocking we've seen him get completely blown up or completely with are we seeing an improvement off of that now are we seeing in these game situations that he's ready to step up and take on that task of protecting his quarterback you know on the defensive side again just like Ronald Jones everybody's excited to see the defense the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been pumping out these promo videos as they do every year but they are stressing this defensive line so much all these workout videos all these you know, talk over videos where it's showing them working out and and all of this. You know, Jason Pierre-Paul was just on Good Morning Football talking about, you know, the, the defensive line. 
this is going to make or break this defense is this front four and the rotation involved in it. Pierre Paul, McCoy, Bo Allen, Mitch Unrein, who was who got hurt in practice the other day. You have Vita Vea, who's still recovering from his injury. He had that calf strain. I sincerely doubt he plays tonight. He's listed as questionable. I don't see him playing tonight. You don't want to push him back too quick. You know, you want that that calf to fully heal, and he can gradually work more into the rotation as the season progresses. He was not drafted to be the guy right out of the gate. He's a rotational player to start off as he gets more comfortable. But you have Vinny Curry. You have Noah Spence, who, you know, on all these videos that, that people are – tweeting out during practice. Yeah, he is he looks phenomenal. If he can stay healthy, he could do some serious damage to opposing offenses. So that's something else, you know, that we're all keeping an eye on. And again, it's the first preseason game, so you're only going to get one or two series out of these starters before they end up coming off the field. But you know, there is a little bit there to get excited about. I remember going to the first preseason game last year when the Buccaneers came to Cincinnati and they played the Bengals. And the Bengals' first possession, they marched right down the field and they were inside the 15-yard line. Andy Dalton throws a pass. Hargraves reads it perfectly, jumps in front of it, intercepts it. You know, that was a, a huge boost for the defense. Unfortunately, you know, we saw too much of that bending and breaking during the regular season, not the bend, don't break that Hargrave's interception provided. But still, there were things there that, you know, you you like to see. And there were moments, you know, during the game where it was like, all right, well, you know, the fans are starting to, to leave. You know, all the starters have been pulled. You know, it's preseason. It is what it is. But, you know, it, it's something to keep an eye on on this defensive line. How are they doing some of this rotation? And no, Mike Smith isn't going to show all of his cards at once, you know, in the preseason. We're not going to see exactly how the rotation works, but it'll be interesting to get a little bit of an idea as to how they're approaching this. Are we letting guys play full series? Are they rotating in on certain situations? How are they approaching this revamped defensive line and all the athletes that they have on it in order to maximize the talent on the roster and help the back end of that defense. We had uh, at, let's see, at Buckwild 007, he said starting defensive line and offensive line, um, the new pieces and rookies Carlton Davis and MJ Stewart. So again, he he's looking forward to seeing the offensive line and, or the, the the defensive line, but he's also looking forward to seeing how the new pieces along the offensive line are working. How is Jensen fitting in? How is Marpet playing over on the left side? You know, these are all things that you can go into this this preseason game and look forward to. You know, MJ Stewart and Carlton Davis probably won't start. You're not going to see them until you know the second string comes in, and you can start to see how they work a little bit. You can see them in these game situations against these bigger receivers. You can see how how they're playing on the outside. They might move MJ Stewart into the slot. Uh, you know, we might see Carlton Davis come in and play on the outside. You know, with the ones. You know, we don't know, but it's something to keep an eye on. We have all these new pieces all these draft picks and you want to sit there and you want to take a look at how are they performing? How are they grasping things? You know, there's, there's a lot to be excited about, even though it is 
preseason. Uh, at 813 Stevens said, Rojo, the new corners, and the kicker. I'm not going to go off about the kicker. I, I'm not excited about Chandler Catanzaro at all. Um, I know he's been doing great in camp, but that's camp. I'm not going to get excited about this kicker until he makes 10 in a row when it counts. You know, I've I've watched Catanzaro for the last few years, whether it was in Arizona or New York, and his his field goal percentage, you know, from 40 and beyond has declined every year, you know, over the past 3 or 4 years. It's I'm I'm not I'm not excited. I am every bit as nervous and cautious about Catanzaro as I was about Aguayo. You know, I'm just going to be completely honest. Am I going to be completely panicked every time he goes to kick out an extra point the way I was with Aguayo? No, not quite. Not quite that bad, but close. You know, I I feel of all the kickers that they could have gotten, this was probably one of the worst choices, but who knows? You know, some guys will, you know, they'll struggle for a year or two here or there, and then they are able to revitalize their career. They're happy somewhere else, and, and they revert back to what made them so good in the first place. Hopefully that happens with Catanzaro, but again, I'm of all of the new players, the positions that have been addressed, you know, the signings, the draft picks, all of it, I am the absolute least excited about Chandler Catanzaro, but I hope he proves me wrong. You know, just like when I was criticizing Doug Martin last offseason and I wanted him gone, I kept saying over and over, I hope he proves me wrong, because if he proves me wrong, that means he's getting the job done. Um, so I hope the same thing for for Catanzaro. You know, I hope he, you know, starts off his Buccaneers career by making 30 of his first 30 field goal attempts. You know, that would be incredible. I'd be more than happy to sit there and eat that crow. Finally, we had uh, at Tampa one underscore said uh, Carlton Davis all day. You know, a lot of people are excited about Carlton Davis, what he can bring to the defense, what he can bring to the cornerback position. You know, it's, he's a guy that a lot of people are getting excited about. He was a, you know, viewed pretty widely as a steal in the second round. Uh, he's got the the size, the length, one of the bigger corners to match up against some of these bigger receivers. I'm excited to see what he can do on the field because admittedly, I don't watch a ton of college football like I used to because of my, my work schedule. You know, Saturdays are not a great day for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, I didn't get to watch a lot of Auburn games. I didn't get to watch a lot of what Carlton Davis did throughout the season. Now I can go on YouTube and I can watch highlight reels, but highlight reels are exactly that. You can make anybody look like a superstar on a YouTube highlight reel. You know, I can go back and I can watch full games, but you know, it's difficult to kind of, you know, figure out exactly how Carlton Davis was doing. Yeah. There was no context in which the the game was happening I didn't know anything about Carlton Davis during that season if he was hurt at all or anything like that so I just kind of I I just waited out and I'll watch how he does in the preseason watch how he develops throughout practices and training camp and all that yeah I just I was very much a wait and see approach with Davis but a lot of people are excited about him I'm excited about him because I think he's going to help this secondary that desperately desperately needs a lot of help so all these things are are 
different areas of the team and of the game that you can focus on to make watching a preseason game more enjoyable outside of the fact that it's just football on television, finally, that's not the the Hall of Fame game. But, you know, if, if you're close enough to Hard Rock Stadium and you don't want to watch it on TV, why not just go to the game? And you can do so by visiting our friends over at vividseats.com. That's right. The Buccaneers and the Dolphins kick off tonight at 7 o'clock, and that means the start of the NFL regular season is right around the corner. This season, don't sit around watching the Bucs from home when you can be at Raymond James Stadium, or in this case, Hard Rock Stadium, if you're close to Miami and you want to go check it out, in the crowd, cheering in person, thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is offering Locked On Bucks listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use our exclusive promo code Locked On. That's Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. New customers only, and the offer is good through the end of August. So that means you need to get in there and you need to order whatever tickets you're going to get before the end of this month to make sure that you can take advantage of this 10% off order. Preseason and regular season tickets are available now, and I've seen some of these Bucks and Dolphins tickets for as low as $5. Get in there. Have a good time. Took my son to, the, to a preseason game last year. The tickets were cheap. I was able to work my way down to the, the front row right behind the Buccaneers bench, and Gerald McCoy autographed a mini helmet for my son. You know, there's some interaction there because it is preseason. They're a little more lenient with those things. Go check it out. You know, $5 ticket, just get in the door and then work your way down towards the fourth quarter. It's, it's perfect. The Buccaneers kick off their home schedule on September 16th against the defending Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, and you can be there for all the excitement. Go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code LOCKED ON for 10% off your first order. The offseason is over, the NFL is back, and Vivid Seats wants to help you get in the game. You know, we, we need to approach this season with cautious optimism. Last year was a lot of high expectations a lot of a lot of optimism but high expectations with little to no results resulting in the absolute deflation of the fan base you had nationwide pundits picking them to go to the playoffs winning the division you had local media local personalities picking them to win the division, picking them to go to the playoffs. You had fans everywhere saying, we're finally here. We've finally gotten the last few pieces that we need. We have the right quarterback. We have the right weapons on offense. It's our time. And then everything just fell apart. There were injuries left and right. You know, Jameis goes down. The offense isn't clicking. The defense is a dumpster fire. This year... This roster is better than last year's, and it's not even close. The additions on defense, the solidification of the offensive line, having running backs you know, in Barber and Rojo and Quiz that you can rely on, 
these all play a huge, huge role in how to feel about this team. Tonight's game is the first step. And again, the Buccaneers lost their first preseason game last year. Aguayo missed an extra point. He was cut the next day. You know, winning isn't everything in the preseason. It's it's coaches intentionally putting themselves in situations to call certain plays or to try out certain personnel to test their players, especially these bubble guys, especially these guys that I mentioned earlier that are fighting and clawing and scratching to get themselves onto the roster. So the final score doesn't matter. What matters is how the team performs, how the players work as a unit, how they gel as a unit. You can't sit there and and stress about preseason end of game results. There was I I can never remember the year, but the Lions team that went 0 and 16, they went 4 and 0 in the preseason. I don't know if Peyton Manning's Colts teams ever won a preseason game. But what you have to look at and what you have to take away is the situations. How did they perform in these certain situations? Which players stepped up when it was third and seven? Did Carlton Davis make a big play to bat a ball down and force the Dolphins to punt? Or did MJ Stewart miss his assignment, cover the wrong guy, leave his man wide open, and it resulted in a 35-yard reception. That's what you have to look at. You have to look at these players in each individual situation and if they are doing the right thing. Now, admittedly, none of us know with 100% certainty if these players are indeed doing the right thing, because there have been plenty of times and I'll bring up my boy, Chris Conti granted, he's not really my boy, but I like him a lot more than majority of the Buccaneers fan base. There were a lot of times that Chris Conti got blamed for a big gain or a big touchdown when it wasn't actually Chris Conti's fault. You know, there was another player that had missed an assignment leaving Chris in a bad spot to try to make up for it, and he just couldn't do it. But on a television broadcast, when the camera pans over, all you see is a receiver blown past Chris Conti. So your brain immediately tells you, oh, well, that was Conti's fault. It's not always that way. It's not always the most obvious thing. A lot of times it is, but not always. But... I'd like to think that that intelligent football fans, which I know if you're listening to this podcast, of course you are, but the majority of, of fans are smart enough to realize what these situations are. They're smart enough to realize, oh, well, it looked like it was this coverage and Chris Conti was supposed to come over to the top here, but MJ Stewart picked up the wrong guy, so then, you know... Receiver X was was wide open, and and Conti had to try to make up for it. So you know that's not really on him. It was just a busted play. It happens. But that's why they play. 
<clears throat> four preseason games. That's why they start training camp in July when the regular season doesn't start until the second week of September. <clears throat> they get all this rust out. They find out what players are grasping, what they're not grasping, what they need to work on, which players are working in what situations, which players are going to make the roster. You know, I don't envy Dirk Cutter or Jason Light or Mike Smith of having to make the decision of cutting, you know, what, 37 guys to get down to the 53-man roster? Oof. You're breaking a lot of hearts there. And I know it's a business, and it's a cut through a business. What have you done for me lately? NFL stands for not for long, all that stuff. But, man, there's a reason they do certain things in, in training camp, and there's a reason they do certain things in preseason games because they want to see how certain players perform, and they want to test these players, and they want to see if these are guys that are going to help them win in November rather than in August. Guys like Adam Humphreys, Cameron Braid, you know, that performed well in the preseason. Cameron Braid still ended up not making the team. Then he got brought back, thank God. But you have these undrafted rookies. You have the big one this year is running back Sean Wilson. He's not going to play tonight because of an injury. But if he performs as well as he did in OTAs and thus far in training camp, I think he takes Charles Sims' job. A guy who can catch out of the backfield and run between the tackles. I haven't seen any videos of him pass blocking or attempting to pass block, but immediately if you can catch passes and run through the tackles, you're better than Charles Sims. You all know how I feel about Charles Sims. Well, real quick before we wrap everything up, like to uh like to thank our good friends over at Nordic Track for sponsoring the podcast because if anyone understands how crazy and hectic life can be and life can get, it's Nordic Track. And that's why they have gone above and beyond to make sure that they are providing the best home gyms, essentially, for you. You know, it, it takes a lot of time to schedule trying to get to a gym. You got a full time job. You got to find a babysitter for the kids. You know, of course, now my kids are back in school. A lot of your kids are either back or going back very soon, but it's hard to work out that timing. So, why not just bring the gym to you? You know, Nordic Track has a series of training equipment to give you amazing workouts in the convenience of your home, including treadmills, exercise bikes, incline trainers, and strength trainers. You can join high-energy streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping out of the door. Join streamed workouts in both studios and exotic destinations around the world. You can start your day with a run through the streets of Paris, and you can end by cross-training on the shores of Thailand. You can work out on an African safari, or you know, if you're David and you want to keep running circles uh, around the shoe in Columbus crying because of Urban Meyer, you can do that too. Workouts are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure you meet your fitness goals. Special offer for Locked On Bucks listeners. You get $75 off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash locked on and using the offer code locked on. Again, visit nordictrack, N-O-R-D-I-C-T-R-A-C-K dot com slash locked on 
and use offer code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, during checkout to save $75 off your purchase. Thank you so much to Nordic Track for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate everything that they do for us. Finally, uh, you know, David and I, when we would do our game predictions, uh, we would always pick a you know, we would predict the final score. We would pick an offense player of the game, defense player of the game. David's not here to bounce that off of, but I'll go ahead and say, and again, don't worry, scores don't matter in preseason games, but I'll go ahead and say the Bucks win uh, 23-13. to 13. And the, we'll say the offensive player of the game will be Jacquez Rogers. And defensive player of the game, we'll give it to MJ Stewart. I think MJ Stewart will shine in, in this particular matchup. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to use Carlton Davis, whether he's going to be with the ones, split between the ones and the twos, if he's just going to work with the twos. I think MJ Stewart will come in with the twos and have a much larger opportunity to perform. And I'll say that he'll go ahead and, and <clears throat> live up to his second round draft billing and play extremely well. So David and I will be back tomorrow to recap the game, talk about a few things that we saw that we liked, maybe some things that we didn't like. And of course we can always take all of your Twitter questions, but until then make sure you're checking out everything that we're doing over at bucksnation.com and make sure that you're following along and interacting on Twitter at Locked on Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. Hope you all enjoy the first Buccaneers game of the year, and thanks so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. Oh!